Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 91. Authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to be practical. And I tried looking up the source of this quote and I couldn't find it. So it's anonymous at the moment. I'll update it if I find it. But um, it turned into a post that I had done on my Instagram account that did very well because I recreated it for several scenarios. I'm going to read what the other scenarios were. And then at the end of the post, I had, I had basically asked five fundamental questions that you should always be asking yourself. And in essence, it's a way to hold you to your, your authenticity, to your, 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 the truth of who you really are and trusting yourself, right? Now, uh, here are the different quotes, the different variations that I had made. Now, number one, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to follow the trends. Number two, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to make content instead of art. A lot of you uh, business owners and content creators on there out there know what I'm talking about. Number three, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned for someone else to feel comfortable. Number four, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to fit in. Number five, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to prove your worth. That's a big one for a lot of us. Number six, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandon to make only others happy. So I, I want to, you know, I want to break down each of these, starting with the original. And then I want to talk about the questions that um, allow us <clears throat> in any given moment to hold ourselves to uh, who we really are, to our authentic self. And if you can get really good at practicing asking yourself these questions in real time, you'll notice a huge difference like actually very swiftly. So number one, you know, the, well, the original authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to be practical. I want to have a conversation about that because <clears throat> what is practical when someone now, and I'm not talking about like actual logic and facts and, you know, I'm talking about like when someone says, oh, this is, this is the job that um, is success. And this is what people, you, you know, are taking that's, that's, that's the reasonable practical thing to do. And, um, and going to school that for this, these particular subjects and these things, uh, and this is the path, that's the practical thing you should do. The most practical thing you can do for yourself is to listen to who you really are and create your own path. What's practical? what somebody else is telling you is responsible and practical. And then you have to also ask yourself, were they told that? Are they actually following their own uniqueness or were they told that from someone else? And that's a very important distinction because if they were following themselves, I found that the people who created their own path and followed their own intuition and were authentically themselves, they are not telling me to follow the way that they did it. They are telling me to do the same thing for myself that they did for themselves. So that's already a red flag of someone saying, oh, don't you think you should be more reasonable and practical? Seriously? You know, now, <clears throat> again, I'm not talking about logic and facts and, you, you know, and altering things. I'm talking about, uh, you know, this is about your intuition. It's about the relationship with yourself and you having to trust yourself and be accountable and responsible and make choices that feel aligned with what you need to do for your own process of discovery and 
creating your life and being the architect and making better and better choices, etc. Right? It's the things that we usually talk about. But authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandon to be practical. I've seen several times, especially friends that were in my MBA school, come back to me later on and say, how'd you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. What are you talking about? You know, I kind of knew where they were going with it. But they're like, you seem happy and free and like you like what you do. And, you know, does it make money or is it really a job? Like all these things. First of all, are you serious? Like um, we live in such a new creative world, like especially <laughs> the rules have changed. But like some of the same concepts are still around in terms of like, you know, if you, if you build something and you have an audience, you know. But anyways, I, I don't want to digress. So they, they come to me and they ask about different things. They're like, how do you, do you seem free and happy? And I said, I'm just being me. You know, and I'm, I'm experimenting with all the things. I love creativity. I love marketing. I love business. I love writing. I love art. I love like I'm, you know, I'm doing all the things, if you will, that make me me. And um, and you have you can't abandon that, basically, you know. And so I uh, there's a, a quote. I'm going to pull it up that I uh, I used a little bit ago that I thought was very applicable and it was that the happiest people combine art, passion, and purpose into one vehicle. And so, essentially, you know, that was some of the advice that I had given. And these are people who seemingly, they, they chose, they, after MBA school, they chose good, quote-unquote, good jobs, good uh, titles, good everything, right? But they weren't happy because fundamentally they weren't asking what they really wanted. You know, and is this what they want to be doing with their life? Which I'll get to in the questions here in a little bit. So I want to dissect a few of the other ones so we can get to the questions. But <clears throat> authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandon to follow the trends. So I've also seen this in business and in marketing. Um, you, and you see this you see this at the, the macro level. You see this at the micro level. At the macro level, you know, all these different companies that follow different trends. And, you know, and, oh, this is what the people will like. No, listen to the your 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 customers. And that's how you know. Have a relationship with your customers. Create community with your customers. Trends are fleeting. They come and go. And so a lot of times you see people who leave what feels right to them to try to get more people to like them the way that they're liking other people or the way that they're, you know, or to compete for their attention. You don't, you're not here to compete necessarily for attention. You're here to allow creativity and God and your, your intuition to work through you out into the world and serve the people who receive that and that they also give back to you and now you've got this beautiful community and you you know and also when you're in your authenticity you're not trying to follow the trends you're actually innovating you're actually thinking things differently you're constantly in discovery and you're in a curiosity and how is what i do now how can i do it better and for the people I do it for, how do I get innovative with this? How do I get uh, strategic with this? What am I missing? The mastery of it all. When you're following trends, you're playing catch up. When you're following your intuition, you're always leading, period. You are always going to be leading the pack because everybody else will be catching up to you simply because you are leading forward versus catching up. And the next one, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to make 
content instead of art to my uh, business marketers and content creators online. You know, when you see like others like, hey, this is this is uh, I, I need the likes. I need the follows. No, you need to transcend your intuition and gut into art. Bring it out. Whatever it is you want to talk about. And by the way, I don't care if you're a plumber, an electrician, a CPA, uh, an artist, a painter, a sculptor, a writer, whatever it is. Bring it out into the world. You're a plumber. Talk about, hey, here's like five things that I found with plumbing that you may not have thought about in your home that could actually, you know, uh, help you you know, with whatever. Right. And then you talk about it and you create a video around that. And, you know, then you you know, you start talking about something else and like, Hey, I, I just want to serve and help with the plumbing, with the fixtures, with the, you know, here's some things you didn't think about, um, with the costs. And here's a, a better way of, of, you know, doing this with your sinks, whatever it might be. But if you're about the art of you love what you do, you love plumbing, and you just want to show all the cool things that can come with it in your world. But, and you're not, by the way, you're not necessarily here to teach like other people to be plumbers, but you are saying like, Hey, here's some cool things that you can do. You're basically taking a skill set and saying, Hey, I love this stuff so much. I want to share it with the world versus what I see a lot of people trying to do is like with content, here's how you should hire me. And we have a sale going on or, um, join my mastermind or do this thing or do that thing. Now I'm not saying not to, uh, promote yourself or your goods and services, of course, but make art most of the time. And when you have something every now and then promote that, you know, is consumable or exchange for money or whatever. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it'll art sells itself. Your art sells itself. I'm going to leave it on that one right there. Cause I, I like that. Your art sells itself. The next one, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandon for someone else to feel comfortable. I know a lot, everybody listening is, has felt this at some point in a relationship, in business, uh, with a boss or with an employee or uh, a colleague, uh, with a you know business partner. I mean, everybody has felt this at some point where you know, they didn't, they wanted to walk on eggshells because they didn't want to have an argument or they didn't want to uh, upset the other person from being honest with them because they were afraid about how that they were going to react or, um, you know, or they edited something in some way where it's not really who they were. And so, because it was all about somebody else being comfortable. Well, I just want to avoid this. I want to get through this. I want to get, I don't want to deal with this, whatever it might be. Oh, so you're giving up a piece of yourself when you do that. Authenticity is recovering that back. Have the conversation. You don't have to yell and scream and point your finger. You don't have to be a, like overly aggressive. You could just say, Hey, listen, you know what? Um, I'm not comfortable in this situation. And so therefore, you know, I want to share something about how I'm experiencing right now and, or, you know, Hey, listen, I want to talk about some things, um, that are coming up or, Hey, you know, I want to, uh, you know, give you some, some thoughts on some alternative perspective, but you know, I want to talk about that with you, you know, coming t together. Right. So, because if you're only, if you're, and, and we all like, and listen, we all do this. Listen, I still have moments every now and then I'm like, I could have handled that better. I could have done that better. And, you know, it either reminds me to fit, to remedy the situation then or in the future. If it should, that situation type come up again. 
Don't abandon yourself to make somebody else feel comfortable, thereby making yourself uncomfortable. Recover the part of yourself. Authenticity will help you recover the part of yourself you, you abandoned for someone else to feel comfortable. The next one, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to fit in. This probably started as a child when you were in school, all the way up through college, all the way up through the real world, quote unquote, what is the real world? But anyways, that's another podcast, all the way up to where you work, to where you're at in society, to, you know, what you have versus others have. First of all, don't fit in. Every single person is unique. You know, that's exactly what the niches you about is about. That's what this whole podcast, every episode is about. Everything is about not necessarily fitting in, but creating yourself in your lane and architecting it. When you are authentic, people can feel that and they feel more comfortable with you. They feel more trusting of you. They start to see your vision because you are leading with it. They have a better understanding of you. And if they don't, that's okay too. A lot of times people will forego their authenticity to fit in because they just want to be seen, felt, understood, and heard. The best way for people to understand you is to authentically live who you really are. It's funny that authenticity has become like this trendy word. Uh, it's amazing because I've been talking about this since 2014 on the, the bigger account that I had. And I'm like, it should have, it's, it's not something that should ever be a trend. We should be literally taught to, to connect and stay connected to ourselves since day one of being here on earth, which also comes from then, you know, parents and grandparents and society and everything, everybody else doing the same work, right? But Authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to fit in. You are not here to fit in. And in fact, your authenticity is actually the answers you're looking for to have the life that you are trying to get in, to, to have, to, to get, sorry. So if you're trying to fit into something else, you are trying to basically create this, uh, what is it called? Uh, square peg, round hole, or round square, <laughs> round, round hole, square peg, right? Situation where they don't fit, they don't line up. You cannot force yourself into uh, a societal construct. It will never fully feel whole. Your authenticity is what's helping you create and architect and construct your life to what your interests are, to what aligns with you to what your values are like this is the beautiful part about your life and the and the accountability and responsibility for constructing all of that and taking the time to think about these things and i know the funny thing is is a lot of people say well i don't really know sit with yourself and figure it out so many people are not wanting to sit with themselves and so the convenience factor is well this is what society says this is what the news says this is what the media says this is what social media says i'm just gonna be all these things and i'll just fit in this way and that's what i should want stop slow down for a minute what do you really want and the next one, authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandoned to prove your worth. How many of y'all have dealt with that? What are you here to prove? What are you here to prove? I have this, so now you can treat me this way. I've created this. I've gotten to this level. I've gotten this accolade. I've gotten this title. Now, now you can love me. Now you can understand me. Really? And we've all done it. You know, I used to think that uh, more so in my 20s and 30s, 
I had to have a certain amount of money. I had to sell a, a, a startup that you know went to millions and millions of dollars. And then even as a consultant, uh, a lot of times I'd, I'd have to you know prove myself as to why this is a certain you know you got to do this. This is what what works. This is what you know. And I'd show them like every single way I possibly could. Like hey, you got this is how you know to do things. You got to trust me. Find the people who already trust you from the way you already move because you're already trusting from that because you're trusting your authenticity. You're not here to prove yourself. You're here to exude from your own principles and your own values. Your authenticity keeps you honest. Your honesty shows people that you're reliable, that you're transparent, that you're directional, that you're willing to figure it out. It tells a lot about who you are to others. And if others aren't authentic or any of those characteristics, they will probably like a magnet, like, you know, some magnets, if you have opposite um, like polarities, they, they actually detract from each other. That can happen. So don't try to force yourself and prove your worth. They either understand it or they don't. And then authenticity is recovering the part of yourself you abandon to make only others happy. And this kind of goes along with the whole to make someone else feel comfortable. Um, you know, whether you, if you are over giving without discerning boundaries, um, you know, you're, you're only making sure like, hey, I, I, I want their happiness. Your happiness has to be in there as well, too. You cannot abandon your happiness. And a happy, healthier version of you means that they're going to be a happy, healthier person as well, too. Or they won't be. Uh, they should be as a byproduct of you. But it's you're able to contribute differently when you and you're able to understand others differently. If you only make others happy and happy and not yourself, you're actually not really being yourself. You hear this all the time, especially like in, in dating, like when you're, you know, it's it's interesting. This I think starts a lot of times like in, in grade school, right? Where, uh, you know, the woman wants the bad boy over the, over the, over the nice guy. And I was like, well, you know, the, and somebody asked me about that on a podcast and I said, well, the issue isn't necessarily that the nice guy is, is nice. Is, is he being honest? Cause you can be nice and honest, but a lot of times the nice guy was like saying yes to everything and not really giving his own opinion, like what he really wants. When he, and then of course, you know, the, the reverse, the bad, the, the, not the bad, but the, the, the extreme opposite was like the, the, the bad boy is always basically doing anything he wants. And, you know, um, and there's a little bit of honesty in that, right? Um, it's just that it might be missing um, respect, right? So somewhere in the middle, what you have is somebody who is uh, kind and is like, hey, I, I treat everybody with respect and love, but I'm not a pushover. Uh, I'm always going to be honest. So I'm always in my alignment. And so somewhere in the middle is what, <laughs> what really is being looked for. <laughs> somebody who can lead. But at the same time, and, you know, and, and be kind and be nice, but not a pushover and actually have a, their own opinion, their own individuality, et cetera, right? So that's just a funny example, but I was thinking about that, you know, right, when you're a kid. So I'm going to, I want to end with these five questions to ask yourself. These are very, very important to ask yourself. And honestly, this will solve pretty much every situation you're in at any point, on any moment, on any given day. Number one, is this what I want to be doing with my life? By the way, I want you guys to write these down. Is this what I want to be doing with my life? Number two, is this someone I am completely myself around? Number three, is this how I want to be feeling from my own choices? Number four, is this making me making the best use of my talents and or time? 
And number five, is this authentic to me? These five pretty much run your life. I'm sure there's others that could be applied there. Is this what I want to be doing in my life? Is it? Be honest with yourself. Is it really? Is that what you want to be doing with your life? Don't worry about the how. Is this like for the thing that you really want to be doing? But is this what you really want to be doing with your life? Be honest with yourself. Two, is this someone I am completely myself around? Whether your friend or your colleague or your business partner or your, uh, your especially your partner, your life partner, right? Your spouse. Is this someone I'm completely myself around? Your goal is to always be yourself around. If you're finding yourself having a hard time being yourself around them, you need to ask why it is hard to be yourself around them. And the funny thing is you can even open up that conversation with them. Hey, I'm finding I have a hard time being myself around you. Really? Why is that? Uh, well, let me tell you. Three, is this how I want to be feeling from my choices? See, that's the beautiful part is that every single thing that you do every single day is a choice. Even if somebody else does something to you or there's an outcome that you didn't like that you didn't necessarily initiate or anything like that, but you somehow ended up in that job or in that project or in that whatever it might be. Like, whatever, whatever, all I'm saying is that However, you from the moment you wake up every single day, you are whether you are making a choice consciously or subconsciously, you are making some sort of a choice to do the next step in front of you. So if you are feeling off or if something you are unsure about, ask yourself, is this how I want to be feeling from my choice to do this, from my choice to experience that, from my choice to be with so and so? Number four is just making the best use of my talents and or time, is it? That's a big one. You ask yourself that, you'll probably shut down like half the invitations that are like coming your way sometimes. You're like, oh, I got to be doing something completely different right now with my time. Or I could be using my talent for something way more. And number five, the most important is this authentic to me. Do I feel like this is authentic to me? And if it's not, you got to let it go. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in as always. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for all the written reviews. I'm going to continue to keep asking for you guys to do a written review on Apple. It helps expand the awareness of the show and bring more people into our community. Uh, the numbers are starting to grow even faster. I'm so grateful for you guys. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.